You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. So now joining us on the Roman Guest Line, our guy, our friend, also our took buddy. us out, Wine and Dine. Coach Pat, so is joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Coach, how you doing, sir? Great to talk to you guys, Ryan. We missed you, but let's jump in on Collins QC. The Notre Dame game's really big. Mike Bray's done a quietly job of they're playing for first place. He's firmly on the bubble. I think he's I think he's the last four in right now. Mike Bray has done a fantastic job getting there. They got Wesley, who's a freshman pro, but they need this game tonight. And Seton Hall at home against Xavier, that's another team that's Seton Hall's in because they won some really good games early. I was there when they beat Texas, blah, blah, blah. But Marquette has overtaken them in that little extra spot. You know, Providence has been great in the Big East. We know Villanova's good. But these are these are mid-February games that have a lot of impact. Like, if Seton Hall can beat a ranked Xavier team and Notre Dame can put away Louisville, and like, these are games that, like, get you into the NCAA because these are bubble teams that are in right now. But as you know, Q, with Carolina kind of faltering, a couple teams. Forget about Auburn. They're number one. Forget about Arizona, Gonzaga. They're all great. Those guys are good. But there's like some teams jockeying for position. So if Notre Dame and Seton Hall can win tonight, these would be good games to vault them into the next discussion of where their seed is. If they don't, then they have more work to do with only three weeks left in the college season. So thank you for bringing up college. And Coach, uh, the ACC, it's been down a little bit this year. You know, Duke being the only team that's nationally ranked in the top 25, what conference do you enjoy watching the most? Who do you think has the toughest conference? Is it Great the- question. And, you know, I think Duke can, can, can go all the way with the talent they have. But other than that, the ACC, I mean, Miami was hot. They've faltered a little bit. You know, there's been some... Different teams, Wake Forest started. But Duke's the only team that can make a run in the ACC to the title. Who do I like? I love the SEC because Kentucky, Calipari, after last year's bad, just the uncharacteristic year for him. Then they start out a little slow this year. He's really rolling. They went to Kansas and won. I think Kentucky and Auburn could win could win it all. I saw Tennessee play. They're really good. Arkansas clearly beat you know Auburn the other night in overtime at their place. They're good. But Auburn and Kentucky can win it all. Baylor and Kansas can win it all. I think Arizona can win it all. I think Gonzaga can win it all. Big Ten, Purdue has the talent. But to me, the SEC is the strongest league with teams that could win it because of Kentucky, because of the way Arkansas and Musselman played last year going to the Elite Eight. And then Auburn being number one, clearly when you have the number one team in the country in your league. To me, the SEC top to bottom is the best league. Let's stick there because I'm very curious what happened to Alabama. Like they started off really hot. 
and they have been just god-awful as of late. They're shooting like 30% from three. They asked uh, Coach Oates about that, and he was like, basically, yeah, we're just going to keep chucking like 73s a game. We're not going to change our identity midway through the season. We're not getting new guys. We are chuckers. Like, what's your estimation of, of like how Alabama can turn things around and, and like how they've, I guess, underperformed as of late? Just a great question. And look, you're an Oregon girl who's been a model of consistency. What Dana Altman has done at Oregon is consistently win different guys, whether it's Duarte, whether it's young guys. You got Nate Oates who's coming in new. He's a hot coach. In other words, you have consistent coaches over long periods of time that prove it. Well, he kind of inherited Avery Johnson's guys. Pope's gone. Got a couple of young guys leave. Well, now Nate Oates is getting finding out you have to play against Rick Barnes. You have to play against Ben Holland and Mississippi State. Forget about Ole Miss, who has a good coach. You know, Kermit can coach there. Texas A&M is a surprise team with Buzz Williams. Mike White at Florida. Frank Martin, who's been to a Final Four at South Carolina. These are games that are going to continue to come your way in the SEC. And I think the chucking threes is one thing. But you had, you know, you had everybody. They beat Maryland to go to the Sweet 16. Then they got upset. Well, you have to prove it over time. And Nate Oates is a new coach. You know, he was at Buffalo. He was really darling of coaching. Went to Alabama. Everybody wanted to play his way. And as we know, when threes go in, they're great. When they don't, not so great. But he's running into a tough league. Like you asked me, the toughest league is the SEC. Well, that means you're going to have tough games night in and night out, top to bottom. And you better have real players. And you better have your coaching acumen up to, up to speed. That SEC in the last three or four years, to me, has done the best job of hiring coaches, whether it was Rick Barnes coming from Texas, you know, whether Bruce Pearl, who came out of, you know, his situation at Tennessee, took five years off at Auburn, to Mike White at Florida, to Mississippi State, Ben Holland, who had UCLA in three straight Final Fours. But Buzz Williams leaving Virginia Tech to go to Texas A&M. They have really, really good coaches, and Calipari's the king. You have to coach every night there. And I think being in a tough league, all that matters, they'll defend you. They'll figure it out. And you got to score besides making threes. And if you don't have pros, and he lost two pros, you better keep recruiting and I think Nate Oates is a good coach. I don't know him like I know the other guys, but he's a young guy. And that's why I give you your Oregon props, whether it's a Trailblazers building for the future or what Dana Alban's done for 10 years at Oregon. You have to be able to coach and continually recruit because guys are going to leave early or not. I think Nate Oates doesn't have as much talent as he had last year, and it's showing up. Coach, I'm looking at the John R. Wooden Award right now at BetMGM, and Oscar Toshibwe leads all. Um, well, he's tied with Johnny Davis, 3-1 to one odds, and Kofi Cockburn, 6-1. Uh, to one. Um, kind of a two-part question. So I know you watched the Illinois game against Purdue the other night. Uh, Kofi finished the night with 18 points, seven rebounds, but he had four personal fouls. And also I think Purdue played probably the best second half of college basketball that I've seen of any college basketball team this season. What were your impressions on both sides of that game from like a spitting it forward to the March Madness and NBA in terms of the talent on the floor, Kofi, Jaden Ivey, and also what would you do with their Wooden Award as well um, with some of these guys like EJ Little playing tonight for Ohio State sitting there at 14-1 to and, and guys like Ivey right behind him at 18-1? to I think Ivey's a better pro and a better player than EJ Liddell, but he's also you know, the Wooden Award's a little bit character and who's been around, and it's kind of a slower process award. It's not like, like, why shouldn't Chet Holgram get it? Because he's a freshman. They just don't give the Wooden Award to the freshman. They're just not going to do that. Paolo Banchero is freshman. They're probably not going to give it to him. They're, they're, they're the guys that draft. Ivy has really moved up. Johnny Davis is a model of consistency. Wisconsin wins. Greg Gard does a good job. They play a little slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Wisconsin can get to the Final Four. I just don't think they have enough talent. But Johnny Davis is a great player. 
I would take him in the seven, eight, nine, ten pick in the draft. But do I think he's a wooden award candidate? Sure, he's a great kid. Uh, had an unbelievable sophomore year. Got better over the summer. He's a Wisconsin kid from Lacrosse that stayed in state. He's got all that stuff going for him. I really like think Ivy's going to be a tremendous pro. And then I just there's a couple guys. Arizona's quietly doing a tremendous job out there. You just don't get. You never get enough recognition out west. It's just an East Coast based thing, but. David Roddy and Colorado State's had this crazy great year, and they went big at the higher, you know, their mid-major plus, high-major minus. But Johnny Davis has that look, and then Providence has done a good job, but they're kind of a team thing. Auburn, to me, Jabari Smith's the best talent in the country if you have to project in three years. But the Wooden Award is a little more, what have you done for your team, teammate, what kind of player you are, you have to play good the whole year, you can't just turn it on the second half. So, Johnny Davis, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he gets it, but there are three weeks to go in this season. Coach, what small schools do you like to maybe make a, a push into March Madness? Like, I know Ryan loves to bet uh, Drake. That's his favorite team to bet small school. I like to, I like to bet on Dayton a lot, but, like, who do you think uh, is a good bet to maybe make some noise as, like, a small school darling? Yeah, Roman Penn played for me at Siena, the point guard at Drake. He really? Me for a year, for a year, yes, he transferred when I left. He's a he's a under recruited kid that went to Drake. He's been great for them. I like Drake not as much as I liked him last year. Yeah. Uh, St. Mary's and Randy Bauer. I'll I'll go west to east. San Francisco's having a good year. Colorado State. Nico Medved. What David Roddy's doing? He's like a six six Charles Barkley. You can't guard him. He's kind of a funky player. He'll shoot threes, but he's really good inside, wide body. Colorado State. St. Mary's. Love Davidson. They won 15 games in a row. Bob McKillop and, and Davidson, they're probably the only at-large right now, guaranteed out of the A-10. Dayton is coming around. I think there are some other schools like Vermont, what John Becker's doing up there. They just win the America East. They're, just, they're the better team in their league. They're not as good as everybody else. Like In other words, Jacksonville State's this team from Alabama, not even from Jacksonville, Florida. They're right next to Talladega Racetrack. Jalen Gibbs. Jack, Jackson State. Yeah, right. See, they, you know, Jack, Jackson State's like a team – they can, they can be like Oral Roberts of Texas and those guys and win games because they have talent. Davidson has this Korean kid, Hung Young Lee, who will be in the NBA, in my opinion, in a year. He reminds you of what He's from Korea. He reminds you of Watanabe, who plays for the Raptors. He's not like Rui. He's not as good as Rui. He's more of a specialist and give him a year or two. But Davidson's got a guy that's really good. So those are the schools I really like that are the smaller schools. But And Randy Bennett's been there before. But watch out for watch out for Colorado State to make like a run in the, in the tournament this year. I really think they can make a run to like the Sweet 16 from what I'm seeing. And Davidson's winning thing, but Dayton he's come along quietly. Dayton he's done a really good job. Remember he Dayton got kind of messed up because COVID took Obi Toppin mm-hmm. and them. They were top 10 team out. Yeah, and I, and I love the small schools too. I think it's a fascinating thing. But this might be Vermont's year to not only get in the tournament again for John Becker. Don't win a game or two, Vermont. Really good team up in Vermont. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Coach, really quick, moving to the NBA. Who do you think? Uh, what, do you think James Harden? This move's actually going to go down here in the next twenty-four, forty-eight hours. I do. I mean, look, you, you have to. We, you know, you missed lunch, unfortunately, because I was learning from. Let me tell you, Tristan Q were educating me, and I loved it. The people <laughs> in the room thought we were all GMs. We should be. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. I think, yeah, I, I love New Orleans going for the playoff. New Orleans is like, we're going to win, and what if they bring Zion back for the last month and he gets in shape? You're talking about adding C.J. McCollum. You're talking about rebuilding if you're the Trailblazers. You're talking about, I like Nikhil Alexander-Walker going to the Jazz because I think he's got a big upside, and that was a messed-up situation in New Orleans. Those are in the West where you're trying to move against the biggies of the Suns, the Grizzlies, and the Warriors. The East, to me, is fascinating because if you add Harden, the question was about James Harden. You add Harden, you can win it all. Yeah. You know, the Nets aren't going to make a move. Should the Celtics make a move? I don't know. You can really move yourself up in the East, I believe, as the Cavs did, I think the Karis LeVert thing might quietly be one of the better trades because yeah. I have the Cavs in a futures bet. But Harden, that's a game changer. Like, look, you have to get him to sign. I, I think there was too many. I don't know if you like New York or there was a Kyrie or there was too many stars and KD coming. It's Embiid and then it's Harden. And Tobias Harris is a great third player. Whether he goes in the trade or not, they're going to keep Maxi. But, like, I like Harden and Embiid. I think it's a one-two punch that yeah. can go off. And I just, I, I really think in the East, you know, the East, my thing about the East is you have an opportunity in the East to really make a difference with the trade. Whereas out West, the Suns, Warriors, and Grizzlies are just so good. I don't know if you can make that up, but in the East, you can with Harden. Absolutely. Coach Passos, thank you much for joining the show. Can't wait to talk to you soon, Coach. You, you guys are the best. Thanks so much. And hey, Q, what do you think the Wizards are going to do, Q? Give me, give me something back, Q. Um, John Collins. John Collins from the Hawks, solid. Yeah, I think they uh, package like Rui and some other some other real guys to get John Collins. All right, deal. Love you guys. Thanks Love for you having too. me. That's our guy, Coach Patsos, on the Roman guest Love line. This guy.